What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Dorm Room Discussions. This is a podcast for college kids by college kids. I'm Thad. And my name is Riley. And today we're coming at you on a 90-degree Labor Day. This is this is insanely yeah, hot and humid out right now. we got a fan room in the background. Apologies if you can hear it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just from where we're set up. We don't really have a, like a, since we're just still kind of starting out, we still don't have like a dedicated setup, like a soundproof yeah. room or anything like that. So, I mean, we're taking what we can get and, I mean. We got a little bit of airflow going through here, yeah. not a lot, <laughs> just enough. So. so, today's discussion, oh, first, if you want to hit us up on Instagram, that's where you got to hit me up. Thad Ringwald is my username, at Thad Ringwald. Yep, my, my boy user- Riley over here. Yep, and my username is RileyKlaus98. No spaces. That is R I L E Y K L A U S. The number 98. No spaces, no caps, no underscores. Yep, we don't post very often on our Instagram, so if you go over there and you see like two posts, don't worry. That's just how Riley and I function in today's world. We don't really post that much. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if you want to uh, message us for, like, you know, questions, comments, concerns, uh, future topics you want us to cover, definitely yep. do that. Slide into the DMs. We don't mind. Uh, yep. Go ahead and do that. Yep. But today we're going to talk about communism like every other political podcast does. We're going to talk about it. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to talk about why communism didn't work uh, most recently you know, with Russia and the USSR, whatever you want to say. We're going to also talk about how it did work, we think, way back when, when things were a lot simpler. And we're going to talk about why it's so goddamn appealing and why it seems like a lot of people want communism to happen again. So that being said, Riley, I'll let you go ahead and start it off. Sure. (laughs) Um, Well, I guess we can kind of start maybe back in the start, you know, just kind of keep this in a... uh, sort of a timeline sort of deal, chronological order. Yeah. Um, so let me break, or let me just break down a little bit what we mean by why why we think communism worked way back in the day in the sense of why, or... Bare bones communism, not like the kind of, you know, USSR version of communism, but like the bare right. bones. So in, in other words, the, the basic idea that, you know, everybody contributes to the community you know, and then you get, you know, back either the same thing as everybody else, or I guess in the sense of the way it used to be in hunter-gatherer societies way back, you know, before the first civilizations were founded, and we switched over to primarily to agriculture. You know, you, it was um, there was also the added um, benefit of if you contributed more, say you killed more, say you produced more, mm-hmm. something like that, you would in turn be allowed to have more of the spoils of hunting of gatherings things like that mates whatever it is right so i guess um now that the uh, the sort of um historical framework is kind of laid just a little bit of context yeah um yeah just so you know we're talking about back in the day you know hundred thousand years ago you know when we're still running around yeah Nomadic. when we're still running around you know through the savannas and the forests and what have you, as hunter gather as primarily hunter gatherers, not agricultural civilization. Yep. So that if you'd like to start yeah, off. Yeah. So like I think one of the main reasons that you know I see it as communism, anyways. I don't know if our viewers will see it. I see it as communism. Is you know it's 
lot smaller amount of people for one you know if you have a tribe of like 14 I mean it's a lot easier to designate specific roles within the community right you know and um, there's not as small small of chunks of responsibility so you know you like you wouldn't have someone you know like looking for mushrooms they would you know look for food all of it you know they'd go hunting or whatever they wouldn't just look for fucking mushrooms or whatever it is they would you know like the responsibility is broader right which that creates more equality right you yeah. know because the basis of communism is more of like equality you know right egalitarianism yeah, or whatever exactly to eat yeah, yeah. In other, yeah. In other words, yeah. Um, and it, also, there's that sort of community aspect as well. Like mm-hmm. you, you sure. know everyone. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know that you know these are probably the only people that you're going to be close to in your entire lifetime. You know, this is your whole world, and so that extra contact really helps to um, solidify. You know, solidify. Um, you know, the idea of, hey, we all know each other. We're going to be stuck our entire lives with each other. Yeah. So, you know, if we want to survive, we don't have a choice but to come together and actually cooperate. Right. It's just kind of, it's a survival technique because if you have someone that isn't good at hunting or whatever, uh, they're good at making tents, well... You need a tent to live, but you also need food, so it's a trade-off. You know, he might this person may not be good at hunting, but they can make you a guy like the best tent in the village or whatever it is. Uh, so that role is just as just as important as food because you need shelter to live, obviously, and you need food at the same time. Right. But you know, it's just more of a strength-based kind of community. So it's kind of you, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Exactly. Right. And that was how I, we, that is how Riley and I see the world being back in that time because we talked about this extensively when we aren't on the podcast. So that <laughs> we've, we've, we've actually talked many, many times about this subject right. off the podcast. And that's the conclusion that we've arrived at. Right. It, so, and also, um, you are, Though that system also shares a lot of um, characteristics with what we consider to be communism today, mm-hmm. um, I also, um, at least in my own opinion, think it's more of, or well, it it incorporates elements of what we also would consider today a meritocracy. Now, for those of you who might not know what that term means, I don't know what that means um, exactly. But <laughs> maybe, maybe I so, do. I don't know. So yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, just let me break it down real quick. A a meritocracy is essentially um, everything is, you know, each person is is expected to contribute, you know, to the society, and you know it, and civic civic duty, you know, public service, and all that stuff are held in pretty much the highest regard. You know, you're, you know, it should be the primary, you know, one of the primary drivers in your life should be, you know, to attain a position and serve your nation, your tribe, what have you. And then the more you put in, um, the more you get out, or the higher you are in the, in the social standing. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, you have, you know, Joe the hunter over here, you know, he's, you know, he's like the best, you know. He's, he's the, the alpha best. hunter. Yeah, he's like the alpha hunter, right? So he's, he's like, you know, 
he's bagging, you know, let's say, I don't know much about hunting, but he's we'll bagging say, six pigs a week yeah, or whatever yeah, we're it saying, is. Yeah, he's bagging six wild boars <laughs> or he's bagging, you know, six deer or something like this, you know, and then you got, you know, a little Tim. Yeah, a little t- <laughs> tiny, or Tim. tiny Tim over here. Um, you know, he's, he's only bagging you know one deer or he's only managed to catch a couple of squirrels or something like that after it was already injured and it was one time right so (laughs) so you know with these two sort of you know i guess one-dimensional sort of stereotypical figures here you know within that that sort of society since uh alpha hunter joe over here um contributed the most he has a higher standing within that society as a result Mm -hmm. so um you know, so he might get more, you know, he might get more of the food. He might get, you know, some of the choice picks of meat out of there, um, you know. Especially the women because they like yeah. a man that provides food, you know. Right, like, or right, just anything, yeah, yeah. Know, and that kind of Yeah, exactly, you know, he might get more, you know, he might end up getting, you know, more mates, concubines, whatever you'd like to call them. Um, and then, you know, little tiny Tim over here is not going to get jack squat. He's probably only going to get maybe you know, a part of one of the squirrels that he managed to bag and that's it. Just because, you know, he didn't contribute as much as the other man did. So, um, so I guess in my opinion, um, not only did the ancient hunter-gatherer societies um, have uh, characteristics of modern communism, but, or not only were they more egalitarian, but they were they might have also been a little bit more based on a merit or on a meritocracy system where, you know, the more you put in, the more you get out. Mm-hmm. So th- all that conversation, have you ever seen the movie year one? It's got Jack Black, Michael Cena no. in it. Okay. Well, they're cavemen, but there's this guy on there. That's like a really good hunter. And I'm just picturing him. He's like supposed to be like stupid or whatever, but sure. it's just, it's a funny movie. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, sorry. if that pisses people off that I mention that, but I just reminds me you're one that whole conversation hmm. because it's I don't know, it's just kinda of on the line that we're talking about, even though it's a comedy. Right. So just, yeah, so in that movie that the character kinda of lines up with exactly what Yeah, so there's about. like this really tall, big buff dude that's like really good at hunting and then Jack Black and Michael Sierra are terrible at hunting and when they're on the hunt actually mm-hmm. Jack Black throws a spear and actually spears one of his tribe members <laughs> in the back so but he thought he got the pig or whatever they were hunting so it's just it's a comedy but it just real it's relatable oddly enough yeah to what we're so it actually about, so. yeah so it just kind of illustrates that that sort of dynamic there yeah all right i got you i got you so with that being said we got the background of how we think it could work um we might swivel back to that later who knows because we tend to uh have our conversations in very abstract ways yeah we always backtrack somewhere right yeah once it comes out it comes out yeah. and if we and if it happens to come up in the conversation yep. again it'll come up in the conversation yep. again yeah because so. we're kind of the fly by the seat of our pants kind of people right so. yeah so fair warning to yeah. those of you listening so don't be surprised if we revisit the tribes people and the crappy pig hunter later on so all right so with that being said let's uh talk about why we think communism did not work and still has yet to really work today or maybe you think it does i don't know i really don't think it does but let's talk about it yeah go ahead um so i think the reason why communism number one the reason why communism doesn't work is there's too many people you can't our brain you know our dna only allows us to have 200 to 250 relationships at a time 
you know, be able to keep track of them. I mean, we're going to know around a thousand people roughly, I think is what I heard in our lifetime, but we can only keep track of 200, 250 of them at a time. Sure. And obviously, uh, the farther and farther out they get, the less and less you care about them. Right. So take America, for instance. If America was communism, there's no way I could give a shit about 300, 400 million people. There's no way. And there's no way I'm going to work and bust my butt for the man I don't know that isn't doing equal amount of work as me. So there's no reward system, there's no reward system that our DNA was founded upon, evolution was founded upon. So that for me is the big thing. There's no uh, tangible reward system in communism, which is why it kind of flops because the reward system back then was survival right, right. you needed to survive sure, yeah. so that way you shut your mouth and you did the work and regardless of how good or bad someone was at what you were doing you did it anyway because you needed to live right exactly nowadays we don't relate we have the luxury of being able to you know have trade and you know we have every country is pretty yeah. much wealthy regardless Super of specialization right stuff like that you right know? Yeah. So that's the main thing for me. I mean, I have other things, but I'm going to let you talk. Sure. And I, yeah, and I mean, yeah. And, you know, I had to agree on that part is that, yeah, we're, you know, as a species, you know, we, you know, we're only meant to be in groups of, what was it you said about? Or, 200, we're yeah, all, we can only keep track of 200, 250 relationships people. roughly. Right, yeah. So that so that's about the natural, so also that extends over to, you know, you know, that means that that's really the, you know, maximum amount of people, you know, in a group that we were supposed to be associated with. Yeah. You know, naturally, you know, mm -hmm. as human beings and, you know, in our base level of society before we discovered agriculture and stuff like that, you know, that was, that was it. You know, if you try to go beyond that, there's, uh, there's just no biological, no biological way to do it in, in the sense of, you know, what our brains and, and um, you know, what our brains are capable of doing and things like that. However, um, then once you develop, um, we, well, we're unique among life forms on this planet, whether you consider us to be animals or divinely created, we are unique among life forms in the, in the sense that we are able to tell stories. We mm -hmm. are able to think abstract things. We're able to... Um, Prepare for the future. Exactly. By well, learning it, from the past. Right. And and also, you know, we're just, it's just, it comes down to the basic idea of we, you know, we are able to think of things, mm -hmm. you know, that have no objective re or existence in this world. And we consider them to be totally real. So, like, give an example, because some people might be confused, me right. included. Right. But. So, so... In other words, we, you know, we actually, whether we want to think so or not, we actually use our imaginations every day to live mm -hmm. in the sense of the government, for example, government, um, social media. All these concepts don't have any sort of, you know, actual, like, objective so like, like, reality. So, so, like, if you're Snapchatting someone you have to do the same picture type of picture that they're doing. So like if they show a picture of their shirt, you show a picture of your shirt. Is that what you're um, kind of saying? Not, or or not is that kind so of much. No, no, no. I, I, I can see what you're yeah. um, trying to go with. There. So like, it's, are you saying that we like create, we just create rules out of just out of nothing. 
essentially. Yeah. yeah. We It's not nothing, but like it's just right. Well, ar- right. arbitrarily. Yeah. In, in other words, yeah. in other words, all the all of the governments, all the nations, all of the corporations and brands that we follow, you know, all of these concepts have no objective physical reality. Like I can't, you know, I can't go out and touch government. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can't go out and touch the Democratic Party itself, <laughs> yeah. or the Republican Party itself. <laughs> yeah. I can't go out and touch Congress. I can touch the unless, building. Unless you wanted to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, like I can, so I could go out and touch the building that, that you know, both houses of Congress are held in, yeah. you know, where they, where they meet, but I can't touch the houses of Congress themselves because they have no physical reality. Right. So it's just a broad category of many, many people there to do one purpose. Exactly. It's, yeah. yeah. So it's our. So we have this ability to come up with things that have no reality, and since we have belief in them, mm-hmm. that's what makes them real. So if we can get, so you know, if you get enough people to believe in something. You know, we we treat it every day as if it's 100% real. You so know? is that what happened with communism then? So... In your opinion? So communism is also... It's, a, it's an ideology. Right. So it is a... So yeah, but no, I, or I see what you're asking there. Um, but yes, communism as an ideology, um, there were enough people that believed that it could work... To where it actually, you know, became a, you know, entrenched sort of ideology or thing that people followed, even though in in actuality, the, you know, it had no physical existence. Mm-hmm. You know, so that you it was know, a set of guidelines that they felt exactly. was morally appealing to them, uh, or they just didn't like whatever other system they were living in and they they right. thought this was their way out exactly and so Either or. and so yeah and so since you know since we have this you know we have that ability to do that i guess to try to wrap it back around to my original um, sort of point where i was going with this is that with with that ability to be able to come up with concepts of our imagination you know which they technically are mm-hmm. you know such things as government currency you know, car brands, you name it, you know, you know, and since we had, since we were able to come up with these things and, and since we've gotten enough people to believe in these things, that's how we were able to transcend that biological mm-hmm. barrier that we have. You know, if you have something outside of someone, a God, you know, a nation or something, if you can find something that has no physical reality, but if you can get people to believe in it, if you can get enough people to believe in that, then you know you you're able to coordinate, you know, in a level uh, on the level of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, billions of people. So like happiness. Yeah. You so can't, you can't touch happiness. Right. You can't. And <laughs> and so and even though that's a even though happiness is a is an emotion that we have, and that's mm-hmm. a and that's a biological thing, we still. It's still a sort of an abstract concept because yeah. this is it, not you can't look at a brain scan and say this is happiness. Well, I mean you probably right. could, but it's not like it's well, just like you don't know 100% right. for and, sure. And so um but the con- but the, the way that we often think of happiness is, you know, is is often the is often things that 
make or how do I want to say it? You're good. Don't worry about it. Um, the way we often think of happiness is an abstract concept, you know, um, because really what makes you you happy and what makes me happy are completely mm, it's totally separate things, right? And I mean, there are some commonalities, don't get me wrong, across the human race on what makes us happy or what makes us sad or what have you, you know, but as, you know, happiness as a concept, um, you know, is totally dependent on who you're talking to. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I could be happy just by getting my favorite food, but you might not, or, you know, well, I can be made happy by my favorite food, chicken, you know, fried chicken or something like that. But at the same time, you can absolutely hate it and you can have the opposite reaction. And so you don't get happiness from that. Yeah. So, but back on, back onto the original uh, topic. <laughs> we called it. <laughs> um, so, um, when it, just when it comes down to it, you know, it was that ability to, you know, tra- you know, to transcend those boundaries by coming up with common, you know, mm-hmm. ideas and concepts in our head that even though they have no we physical had, we had, reality, we have a very, very innate ability to map out concepts right. and guidelines exactly. and boundaries in our head. Exactly. And yeah. then if we can get get people to follow those, that's yeah. You know, that's, that's when they take force. That's why you freak out when a guy in a mall pisses on a ficus in in, in public because <laughs> right. you know it's not right. Meanwhile, yeah. cheetahs can piss wherever they want. They can piss on their kids, and they don't care because they're cheetahs. Exactly. So <laughs> that's a weird analogy, but like you know. Yeah. It's just, so yeah. So in the sense of um, to go back to you know why you know why it might not work, um, or well why people thought it could work, mm-hmm. but it know? didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll just let you take it from there because I've talked long enough. No, right. <laughs> no you're good. Second point I would say is. Communism in the USSR, if I'm coming from the right angle, was founded upon resentment. It wasn't due to the fact that they, you know, it wasn't altruistically founded, if that makes any sense. It was founded because they were, people were poor, and they felt like they were taken advantage of by the rich, and they wanted, they hated the rich more than they liked the poor, so they decided to create this system I don't think that's I don't know if I'm right or not but I would so, I would say that you know like the Lenin revolution so yeah so no you're 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 on the right track there um, and Jordan Peterson talks a lot about this so that's where I'm coming from so. yeah and, and, and so you know and so that's generally the right idea mm-hmm. is that the reason that that system was able to take place is because um, or the, that that system was able to rise up and take the place that it did and you know take its place as the government of russia which then became the ussr um the reason that happened is because a lot of people were you know not content um there was you know so since the industrial revolution happened you know and you know people started not working for themselves but rather working for someone else who ended up getting a lot of the benefits of um of the uh, labor and you know, and the selling of goods in the new capitalist systems. Um, since that hap- or since that started happening, and that, and there were really no protections for workers. 
or anything like that, and especially in a country like Russia, where it was literally... They felt like they were being exploited. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was literally the last country to get rid of um, feudalism yeah. in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. It, it was, I think... So yeah, that is the literally. Late 19, I think it was right there at the end of the at the end of the uh, revolution there, the Russian Revolution, mm-hmm. where they finally abolished the mm-hmm. you know the serf the serf class. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. serfdom was done. With. So that's literally a system where you are you're done, regardless. You're, you're, it's basically based on who you know. Basically, your birth. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Take your time. Your let's see. Um, it's basically you, your social prestige is based upon how lucky you are when you're born. So, like, if you're born as a king or whatever, which is, right. which I would be very pissed too if I had a garden, cucumbers or whatever it was, and I couldn't move up in the world. Right. Because yeah. I think I think, you know, see, I trying to, I just lost my train of thought because that car. But let's see. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I just, yep. you know, I, it would just really suck to be held down by, you know... Right, by the... But at yeah. the same time, it's just an imaginary boundary. Like, it doesn't actually... You don't actually have to follow it. I mean, you're right. going to take some yeah. crap from people for sure, but right. it's, you don't have to. Yeah, so there's real... Yeah, sometimes there's no objective reason to, but then that goes back to, you know, the whole idea of, you but know, it, the, go- it, the government's always watching, you know. It, it, yeah. that You know, and even over time, you know... If this has been going on for centuries, it's just mm-hmm. like people just get used to the idea of oh, right. this they is just, how it's, it's always just, been. It's just kind of like the helplessness. You know, the dog right. the dogs were trying to feel helplessness right. even though they could get out of the box or whatever, right? It's kind right. of that. Exactly. But also if also I look at it this way too, if you I guess if you are a you know, a surf and you want to get the hell out, uh, you're farming your only food. Right. And you're farming to keep your only house and to support your family, so right. Easier said than done, right? And, exactly, and and so to go back to the idea of how it was it or how it was able to um, take ho- or take hold in uh, Russia, um, it happened, you know, partially due to that. You know, the the serfs were getting really you know mad. Then there was also the workers in the you know in the cities who were also getting mad mm-hmm. as well. Rightfully so. And, yeah, and then and so yeah, and since Russia was such a you know, it was, you know, pretty much a backwards country for the longest time, and it didn't, you know, and it didn't finally start picking up until it actually became the USSR, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> Right, and so, you know, they held on to that system for the longest time, and so mm-hmm. um, all it took was finally, you know, people were not happy with World War One. Serfs were not happy, and workers were not happy in the first place, since, you know, there were really no uh, regulations placed on, you know, factory workers and and even you know on surf workers you know like on on you know protections for them and things like that i have to die for this country that i can't can't move up in right exactly and and so that was part of it um and then once the uh revolution that ha- or happened that overthrew the czar mm-hmm. and then they established a provisional government then the um the communist party led by or the bolsheviks really um, led by uh, Vladimir Lenin, um, uh, seized the day since the new provisional government was very unstable, um, and they managed to plant themselves right up top 
on, you know, and managed to take control of the entire country after, you know, after another revolution. And then eventually, you know, in order to solidify their rule, they killed the czar, who was in exile with his family, and that was that. They were up top, so not only was it, you know, resentment and things like that just from, you know, just from the population in general, it was just that the Bolsheviks happened to be in the right place at the right time, and they took, the, you know, and they played their cards right, and then that's how they managed to get up to the top. So, yeah, I just, anytime something is founded based around a negative emotion, I don't really, I don't, it hasn't really worked out in my observation true so you know there's other there's a lot of other things that are founded on you know like dictatorships they mm -hmm. don't work out why well fear it's founded on fear you know exactly, if you don't right. if you speak out you die if you don't do what i tell you you die it's fear-based it doesn't work right well and, and it does well i guess i mean in it the does short term it does it does but in the long, like it's, right. it's not but like in the a, long term it's not a stable system because yeah. all that's going to happen is you know once once people manage to amass enough power mm -hmm. and you know there's one little gap you know in that in the uh, dictator's right. defenses all it's going right. to take is that new faction just come right up and you know knock that guy out of power mm -hmm. Or that group out of power, mm -hmm. and then install themselves, and then it's just you know the cycle mm -hmm. repeats. Yep, it's kind of like do you want to build a house out of sticks, or do you want to build a house out of bricks? Which right. one's better? Exactly bricks, for sure. So, um, yeah. So as yeah. So as for reasons why they thought that communism probably could work, you know, that's a, you know it was just it was based on you know that sort of concept at the time, you know. Even though things were going to be steadily getting better for workers over time, you know, and, you know, they would eventually, you know, have protections against their bosses and stuff like that. So that way they weren't as exploited as they used to be, um, you know, in the century before that, um, you know, it was just founded on that resentment. And they thought, you know, hey, this, you know, well, and the, and the Bolsheviks just came right in and said, hey, you guys ever heard of communism? Mm -hmm. And so, and, get, and, and it gives them everything they wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. It's just like, time. oh hey, it's just like you know, and no doubt, yeah, there are some people that probably said, oh no, we don't want to have yeah. you know a communist government. But I can guarantee you, a lot of people did yeah. flash on you. Want to like, be? Oh hey, check this out. They're you know they have this message that they're trying to send of oh mm -hmm. hey, even though they weren't actually going to do it, especially under Stalin, um, they. Uh, said, oh, hey, comrade, check this out. You know, we're going to empower the worker. This is going to be a government based mm -hmm. on the proletariat, you know. You want to know what it's like to be a king? Well, the communism, everybody's a king. Right, yeah, exactly. Everybody gets the same thing. Nobody gets more than anybody else. And nobody owns anything. It's all, you know, this mm -hmm. is all the, this is all belongs to everyone. So this can of soda that's sitting next to me, oh, no, that's not yours, even though you pick it up. It's technically mine, too. Mm -hmm. And your brothers and your sisters and your moms and your dads, it belongs to everybody. Mm -hmm. So it went, and I bet you, yeah, as soon as a lot of people heard that, it's just like, uh, yes, please. Yep. And then they just latched onto it, and that was that. Yep. I would also say that one of the main things, I actually just thought of this as we were talking a little bit earlier. Uh, Regardless of what structure we try to put around us, you know, barriers or whatever, we're still going to have hierarchies. Right. 
I feel like also this is part of the resentment thing. The resentment is the whole kind of like broad category of, you know, issues that I'm trying to, you know, that I feel led to communism failure. And I, um, underneath one of the branches or whatever you want to say, I think, is saturation of hierarchies. People are so good at what they do that a lot of people felt like they weren't good at, you know, because not everybody is going to be good at, you know, something. Right. I mean, it's just the way it is. You know, that goes along with, you know, so if you take the, take back, told you we are going to go back to where we were <laughs> before. So if you take the tribe of 20 people, right, mm-hmm. um, back to the, kind of the broader categories, you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of mentioned this earlier. So you don't have just one guy looking for mushrooms, but you have a guy looking for food as a whole, mm-hmm. right? Um, that doesn't lead to, so if you have 20 people, there's no way... And there's not much competition for whatever role your community needs you to do. But if there's like 400 million, like in the U.S., of people doing, you know, a role, that is going to piss some people off because they're not going to be good at whatever they happen to try. Uh, They're going to, you know, it all depends on how resilient you are, really. I mean, you know, this is basically how resilient these people were. But some, a lot of them weren't. So what happens if you have a saturation of hierarchies, you know, like this guy is a really good metal worker or whatever. Um, for instance, it's hard and you have a bunch of people that are that equal, equally qualified or whatever, equally skilled. Uh, you're going to have people that are jealous. So I also think that led to it because, you know, the more hierarchy you ha- hierarchies you have, the more people you're going to have at the bottom, right? Mm. The more people you have at the bottom, the more jealousy fills up you know right it's that kind of thing yeah and so and also you know to kind of go along with that you know when you have a big society really you can't really have that you know everybody does everything anymore you know no, no matter how good you are you, you know have to every, everybody hyper, can't do hyper, anything you have to hyper 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 specialize because there's right. just too many yeah, things there's too many things to keep the society running yeah, there's as just, it is now yeah Right, and so yeah, you can't have everyone, you know. Yeah, just, and it's like if you have broad categories and most people are out of a job. Right, like, yeah, you know, you can't have everyone, you know, worrying about farming and at yeah. the same time, you know, how are you going to make the banks work? How are you going to make the economy work? How are you going to make, you know, transportation systems mm-hmm. work? And then how those you, overfill. How are you going to make the national government work? Yeah, and then you those know, overfill, if, and then the next level. Yeah, exactly, you know, it's, it's, just, just, it's just, you know, it's absurd to think of, oh, hey, you know, you got a senator from Ohio saying, oh, hey, guys, hold on for just a second. You know, I, I, I have to take a break out of this, you know, out of this vote that we're having right now. I need to go home and water my crops. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it just doesn't work. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, so as a, yeah, so as a way that communism could, you know, take root, you know, it's, it's resentment. It's, you know, it's just people were in the right place at the right time, you know, and then, of course... You intelligence know. plays a factor too, you know, because you know if you're dumb, like you have a lower IQ, you're not gonna be able to. I shouldn't say dumb. You're just born with a lower IQ. You're not gonna be able to go as high in the hierarchy, right? Right. Because there's gonna be people that could work, outwork you, and they're way more intelligent than you are. So I mean, if you combine that, they're at the top, definitely. Right. And, and so, and so, yeah. So that's kind of some reasons why, kind or communism kind of took, or kind of took root. Yeah. And then as for reasons why it doesn't work, you know, well, I guess 
to kind of finish off the reasons why it could take root, you know, it's, like you said earlier, it's a very enticing system. Just, you know, just because, oh, hey, everybody's equal, you know, we can get rid of classes completely, yeah. you know. Sounds great. Every, on yeah, paper. everybody has the same thing, right? You know, nobody's above anybody else or below anybody else because you can't be, you know. But at the same time, you know, to go along with everything that we've said about, you know, specialization and having a society on a large scale, you know, then that kind of segues right into why it didn't work. So I'll let you say a little bit about that. Well, and just like why it didn't work, you want me to keep elaborating? Or? Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, I've well, we should move on to why it's like appealing, you know? True. Yeah. You true. Think? Yeah, and I guess. I mean, yeah. what did you want? What? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, it's just that was my fault because we were kind of going like back and back and forth between. <laughs> So, my mistake, yeah, we'll move on to kind of why it's appealing, because we actually were talking about kind of why it is Yeah, he kind of, yeah, so it just, it yep. sounds really good. Apologies. <laughs> no, that's up, that's what we're um, So, why it's appealing, well, you have every need or want answered, you know, mm -hmm. theoretically. Now, is that all going to happen? No. Yeah, right. right, I mean, no. that's the main, that's the main thing I see is it's, you know, it's, Sorry, when you were talking earlier, I was thinking ahead. No, so no, you're fine. That's what it's kind of like. Yeah, no, you're fine. Keep going. Um, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, it answers pretty much every need or want and someone can need. Well, I want to be equal, which in reality, you don't want to be equal. I don't want to be equal. I don't want to be the same as everybody else, which is basically what right. communism is saying. I don't want to be the same. I want to be different. At least that's me. Maybe you want to be the same or whoever's listening wants to be the same. I really don't. Uh, I want to be different. So you have those people, right? They don't want to be the same. and But the majority of people do, I guess, which is why it was so appealing, the resentment thing. Uh, what else? Um, it, you know, less responsibility. That's a big thing. Right. You know, it's kind of like, well, you just... Don't worry if you can't make it to work today because everybody else is working for motherfucking yeah. Russia. Right, so yeah, and, then, gonna, and you'll still get your stuff at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, so why am I going to work hard if I can just get my wood and not yeah, have to worry about doing anything? else works. So then right. what happens? Well, everybody else quits working too, and then what happens? Stuff, <laughs> shit stops getting made, and then what happens? No one has wood to light their fire at night. Yeah, hmm. Or whatever it is. So yeah, again, exactly. it's a, there's no reward system. So right, there's no incentive. So it, it preaches being the same and egalitarian, but at the same time, that is not what we want intuitively in our subconscious mind and our DNA. We don't want to be equal, and we don't want to be the same as everybody else. We we thrive on hierarchy, regardless of where you're at in the status. If you're at the bottom, you have your own area. You you know your flight. If you're at the bottom, it's bad. If you're at the flight or flight stage in your life. You know you have cortisol rates are up. All that you know scientific stuff but if you're at the top your life's good you know but that's how we it's the bread and butter of civilization really in my opinion and human humanity as a whole is hierarchy and you can't just flip the system and expect it to work and and yeah and i mean and on a smaller scale i could say you know it could probably a, work to go back to right, the because, gallery, so you know yeah, yeah you don't have a choice 
you know, but to be equal. But yeah, if it if you are talking about large numbers of people, you know, unfortunately, yeah, there's no way to avoid. Yeah. There's always going to end up being somebody on yeah, top. Because I mean, if there's a tribe of twenty people, everyone's at the bottom, right? Right. You know, you got because you got twenty people's not that. Twenty people isn't that much for a saber tooth tiger. Right. You can especially when you're using spears. So right, and, and I mean the bottom. Yeah, and I mean yeah. So yeah, once you get up there, yeah, and and I have to agree that yeah, we each, you know, and and in the sense of communism, though, you know. I don't know. It's just, yeah, everybody would, even then, and I guess I would have to disagree on that, everybody everybody would be treated equally as the same, you know, in, in the sense that, you know, whatever, you know, you put in what work you can and then you get everything else, or and then you get, and then you get a set amount of the same thing. I think in that, in that sense, they're, they're equal. I think that's what they're talking about when they say that that's equal. You know, in in the sense of you get, you know, you get the same thing. The intents there, I guess you could say, but the the, the actual result is right, know, right, right. Why it, am I going to chop eighty yeah. trees down a week when someone's doing right, two, right? And they're going to get the same amount as me. It, exactly, not exactly. equal. It's yeah, not exactly yeah, equal. I, yeah, and I and I get right. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but the, the actual motivations, you know, the idea behind it is that everybody's equal in the sense of everybody mm-hmm. does their job, mm-hmm. but everybody gets the same thing out in the yeah. end. Yeah, but yeah, in terms of you know it's very what the people actually think, of course, yeah, that you it's know, a fragile economic structure. Right, it they, only takes one dude, right, to not do his job or whatever repeatedly, and the whole thing. Right, and, and so, and yeah, and definitely, yeah, in in terms of actuality, you know, you know, yeah, people don't or people feel cheated. You know, when they see, oh, yeah, this guy's just sitting around over here, and then, oh, hey, you know, I'm doing all this work over here, so then why should I have to do work mm-hmm. if he's not? Or not getting um, anything in return. I just get the right, same amount exa- of work. Exactly. Yeah, and so, yeah, in the sense of, yeah, you know, yeah, so anyways, but yeah, to close that segment up, but yeah, communism, you know, the the whole idea is to make people in the sense, or make people equal in the sense that they get the same thing in the end, but in actual, or but in all actuality, what ends up happening is, you know, you're, you know, you're not really equal in the sense of, you know, who's achieving and who's not, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, and you're not equal in the sense of, okay, yeah, we're not being the same, or, you know, I, you know, I'm doing a different job and he's doing a different job, so really we're not, we're not the same person in that respect because we still have our own individual, you know, drives and goals that we're wanting to try to achieve, you know. So I guess that's that's where I was trying to go with that. There's no there's no progress. There's no real tangible sign that you're progressing. Right. And, and so, but yeah, so with just longer, or with larger, yeah, larger groups, yeah. It doesn't really work out because, yeah. because not everybody is in an equal survival Right. status in the hierarchy, whatever right. you want to call it. Right, exactly. And and even then, you know, you're trying to get rid of that hierarchy yeah. in a sense mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. but it, it just doesn't happen anyways because, you know, you need some, if you're going to have any large amount of people, you need some sort of centralized something, you know, to say, hey, you know, you can't just do whatever you want, you know, and you can't expect to be equal to everyone else if you're not putting in your, mm-hmm. you know, your... Um, your amount of work that you should be. So, yeah, in that sense, yeah, communism doesn't work so, on a large scale. Yes. 
so yeah, so then what, so then that kind of segues into, you know, the ultimate downfall of communism and why it didn't work that, you know, even though, you know, Karl Marx in the time that he lived had some decent, you know, criticisms of the system, you know, mm-hmm. in the time that he lived, you know, it just became less and less, you know, applicable, you know, as time went on, as workers became, you know, they actually started getting protections and stuff like that in their countries. And also because, you know, it, and it also didn't work because, you know, as we've already said how many times, you know, people are going to have their own individual drives and everybody's going to want to do their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, they want to have that step up above their, you know, above their neighbor or say, hey, you know, it's or say, hey, it's not fair that this guy right here, you know, is getting the same thing as me at the end of the day. You know, even though he's done no work and I've chopped down 50 trees. Yep. Or, so, yeah, I guess in the end, and, and of course, in, in its actual application and what it turned out to be, you know, it just turned into a, you know, a dictatorship. Everybody at the yep. top had something, and everybody at the bottom had nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in all actuality, yeah, it did not work, and so that led to its downfall. Yep. So, and which is why we're still in a capitalist or in a capitalist society today definitely improved upon, you know, what it was back in Karl Marx's time. You know, a lot of, you know, some of the things that, you know, he had criticism, criticisms about we, we fixed, you know, but we're, you know, so we're definitely in a better world now than we were then, so... Um, yeah. We're not saying communism is good or bad. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. Me personally, I'm not very fond of communism, but that doesn't mean it's that doesn't mean it's good or bad. And just like capitalism, that capitalism is not good or bad either. There's no right, right economic or political system. Right. It just, just so it just so happens to be. You know, we're in that. It seems to be the best fitting one as of right now. Right. Exactly. In our opinion. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So the reason it works is because you know the reason our system works is because people have faith in it. And, you know, as soon as that time comes, you know, in the future where people decide that, hey, we're done with this whole capitalism thing and they're going to try something else, then, then, you know what, that's it. Then, you know, that doesn't make communism an inherently good or bad system in in the sense of, you know, there's nothing evil about communism or evil about, uh, about, um, capitalism, or there's there's, there's the potential for evil qualities to it, right? If it's but, carried out but, in a certain way, but. right? But the system itself um, is itself not evil. Yeah, it's just it's just what can be derived from the system that could be considered good or evil by us, mm-hmm. the you know the actual human beings using the system. So, so yeah, it, in the end, yes, those are our opinions. You know, everybody's entitled to their own. You know, if you don't, think that don't get pissed, right? Yeah, if you think that communism is the best thing in the world, hey, you know, you do you. If if you absolutely hate communism, okay, you do you. So it's far, just, it hasn't held up in the long term. Is the only thing we're trying to point out. Yep, yep. And all we're saying is that it, in, it hasn't in been this, in hasn't, the context of of the times. It did not work. Yep, and it hasn't been and it hasn't been set up. Uh, to thrive in the way it was intended to, I don't think. Right. So who's to say? I mean, right, really. Yep, and and who knows? Yeah, maybe way down the line, you know, there will be some people with some totally different ideas and, w- and living in the context of a, 
of a time that we can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it, and maybe they'll find a way to make it work. Maybe you know, maybe not in its current form as it is, but maybe they'll find some sort of modified form to make communism work. That's called a singularity, kids. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe they'll find a way to make it work. Who knows? It's just as of right now, doesn't seem to be working. No. <laughs> You know, it, in the experiments that we had with it during the 20th century, didn't exactly pan out. Yeah. All right. I think that'll do it for today. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, our Instagram at Thad Ringwald at Riley Klaus 98. Yep. Uh, DM us uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're trying to get our podcast on more than just Anchor at the moment, but uh, we're trying to get uh, whatever you want to call it. We're trying to get on Apple. I think iTunes, Apple Podcast, uh, whatever Anchor allows us to get on we're pretty much going to try and be on and we might even be looking at youtube in the future so uh stay tuned yep so stay tuned and thank you for listening and uh we'll catch you next time